see this new day you have made. We pray that we be blessed and rejoice in it. Lord, we just thank you for allowing us to be here in the house of worship one more time to give you praise and honor. Lord, we thank you for all your many blessings. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who gave his life that we might have the right to the tree of life. Lord, continue to bless those who are sick among us, those who are going through difficult times. Lord, we just ask your mercy and grace be upon us. Bless us this day that we may hear word from from you, Lord, that we may just do and continue to serve you in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. missionary baptist church announcements the spiritual discipline for the month of september is obedience calendars can be picked up in the front of the church happy birthday to those celebrating during the month of september september 6th brother roderick nance september 8th deacon warren cunningham III. september 15th brother stephen washington september 16th brother george wilkins september 18th sister davistine thomas September 22nd, Brother Ren Cunningham. September 26th, Sister Michelle Sams. September 29th, Sister Catherine Lofton, Sister Tanya Williams, and Sister Kiara Maltzby. September 30th, Sister Gloria Washington and Deacon Norris J. If we have omitted your birthday, please see Sister Vivian Browning. Tithes and offering can be mailed to Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 233, Bartow, Florida, 33831, or placed in the collection boxes in the rear of the church. Please be mindful of our weekly activities. Find us on Facebook at My Good Hope MBC or YouTube at Good Hope Livestream. A schedule of our weekly activities can be picked up in the front of the church. Welcome to Good Hope. If you are visiting Good Hope, we would like to take this opportunity to welcome you to our service. We are so happy you are here. Let us give God glory and honor for the opportunity that he has given us to be here today to share his word and Christian love. Again, you are welcome. Amen. This concludes the announcement. I just got one more announcement. The, the newsletter that I put out two weeks ago. Men, if you have not gotten this, get with Deacon Cunningham. This is an updated. Our men's prayer breakfast. Our men's prayer breakfast is going to be on the 23rd of September. Fred's Market. We're just going to keep you there one hour, 8 to 9 a.m. in the morning. Our men's prayer breakfast. Um, and our theme is right. R-I-P-E. Radical, intensity, purposeful, and engaged. Men, come on out. Ladies, grab one of these on your way out. Give it to your brothers. Give it to your husbands. Give it to a friend. Make sure it's just not for good hope. This prayer breakfast on the twenty again the twenty third, eight to nine at Fred's. Come out fellowship and let's eat. Amen. 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 Good morning, good hope. Good morning. 
The psalmist said that the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. And those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. God our Heavenly Father, we want to be those palm trees. Lord, we want to be in your house. We want to be in your courts because you are the Almighty God, our Creator, our Father, our Lord, our Savior. You are everything to us. And so, Father, as we come together and join together today, Lord, may you receive our worship. May it be pleasing in your sight. And may your Holy Spirit feel welcome in our hearts and our lives and in this sanctuary as we lift up the name of Jesus, our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It's in his name that we pray and God's people together said, Amen. He said
When I think about where he brought me from, I can't help but praise him. Oh, that's a powerful, powerful song. Oh, the many, many victories. There's a lot of battles, but a lot of victories. Amen, amen, amen. Our scripture this morning, we're keeping on with the series Galatians 5, 22 through 26. Galatians 5. 22 through 26 we have it up on the screen also you know what let's today let's read it responsibly i'll do the first and you follow galatians 5 22 through 26 if you got to say amen. amen if you don't have it just look up on the screen how about amen. that <laughs> That's a good one. all right galatians 5 22 through 26 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passion and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. 26 together, let us not be provoking one another. 
Everything. Word of God for the people of God. Amen. Doxology. Praise God from
things he specializes in he specializes in being that doctor in the sick room the lawyer in the courtroom he is he is that quiet he specializes in being that quiet in the storm that's just a few things I'm sure you can name some other things but I'm glad God specializes in, and he specializes in hearing and answering prayer we y'all know we serve a prayer answering God this is what this is what John says first John 5 4, 14 15 and this is the confidence that we have toward him that if we ask anything I'm talking about to the specializer now if we ask anything according to his will he will hear us and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we have the request that we have as to him I'm telling you y'all he specializes we're going to be praying this morning for Deacon Flower who is currently up at Lakeland Regional had an opportunity to uh, fellowship with him the other day also had opportunity to fellowship with we've been praying for Harry Bryant stage 3 cancer had an opportunity we're going to keep him lifted up in prayer and Sister Jay's surgery we praising God and Pastor, we y'all go on, give it up for him. We serve a prayer answering God, y'all. We serve a prayer answering, and also we we want to keep Pastor Clifton Gay lifted up, going through some things. And as Pastor said, he stood in his pulpit, and now he's had his toes amputated, and now one of his legs uh, prayerfully um, below the knee. So we're we're lifting God up because can't he do it? Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We come before your throne of grace this morning, Father. We love, Father, that you specialize in everything. For truly you are the Alpha and the Omega. You specialize. So we want to begin by saying just thank you this morning. Thank you, Father, for we are right here where you want us this morning, Lord. Father, if you don't do another thing like Mother Granger says, you've already done enough. You got us up this morning in our right mind, Father, with the use of all of our extremities. And we just shout hallelujah to your name, Father. And the, the good part about it is it wasn't something we did so good yesterday or last night. It's just simply your grace and your mercy, Father. We thank Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Father, we pray this morning, Father, as we lift these names up to you this morning, Father, we praise you for Sister Jay and uh, a successful surgery, Lord. We just praise you right now, Lord. Lifting up Deacon Ron Flowers to you, Father. You have He's in the hospital right now, Father. Be with him. Continue to strengthen his heart, Father. We just plead the blood of Jesus over Deacon Flowers and Sister Flowers right now. You are a prayer answering God, Father. You said in your word, 
where two or three are gathered together. Well, how about a whole body of believers, Father? Trusting and believing in your word that you're God and God all by yourself. So we pray right now, Lord, lifting up Pastor Clifton Gay, Lord. We just pray for Pastor right now, Lord, as he goes through some uh, some hard uh, times, Lord, as he goes through uh, this surgery, Father. We know you've already gone before him, Father. We, we know, Father, you are God who can do miracles, Father. We pray right now, Father, that uh, the doctors, Father, that you've already put in place, Father, that the surgery will be successful, Father. He'd be standing back up in the pulpit, preaching your word, Father, in the name of Jesus. Continue to lift up Harry Bryan, Lord. We know um, he is going through this uh, battle with cancer, and we use him as a point of contact because we have members right here in this church that are battling cancer right now father so we pray right now father for we know father that you can cure cancer 100 percent we've heard the testimonies stage four cancer all gone so we pray right now lift the name of jesus father we pray for healing lord heal in the name of jesus we rebuke satan right now father in the name of jesus lord as we move forward in his service we pray for the man of God who's going to bring the word of God to the people of God your anointing is already all over him father continue to just touch him in a way that only you can father to keep him emboldened to speak the truth about your word when everybody else we see how the world Lord tries to be politically correct but we just thank you for this man of God who comes up and preach the word of God as it is Lord so we thank you for pastor Pickett we pray for sister Pickett right now also, Lord, just continue to be with her, Lord. Uh, we pray for the entire family, Lord. And let's thank you for this pastoral staff, Lord. Pastor Harris and Sister Trish, Pastor Williams, Lord, and all of the associate pastors, Lord. We just thank you right now. Thank you for my wife, Eastland, Lord, who continuously stand by my side. And the highs and the lows, Father. Father, we just praise you this morning, Lord. If we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't praise you enough. You're just that good to us, Father. Even when we're not good enough to think to be good enough to ourselves father when we sometimes lose our way father you made a way out of no way by sending your son Jesus I praise you this morning Lord I thank you Lord I just say thank you Lord thank you can't help myself I just got to praise you this morning when I think about where you brought me from when I think about all the things you've done, the many, many victories, Father, I just praise you this morning. Father, there's some in this congregation right now, Father, who are dealing with some things, Father, they're too embarrassed to speak to others about. There are some in this congregation right now, Father, who are in dark places and tight spaces, Father. They are just crying out to you, Father. And it's not so important that I or anyone else in here knows, but that they know to call on the name of Jesus. So this morning, Father, we stand with them right now. We just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, when they get to the point, Father, that we just can't say nothing else, when we can't think of the words to say, we just call on the name of Jesus. 
we say hallelujah scripture teaches us that hallelujah is the highest praise for we just say hallelujah to your name father we praise you in the midst of our storms father we praise you in the midst of our sickness father we praise you in the midst of our losses father we praise you father not only when things are going great and when things are good but we praise you father in the midst of our highs and our lows our valleys father we our mountains father we just praise you right now in the name of Jesus now father have your will and have your way it is in Jesus name we pray father we love you that's that's it right there we we love you and we thank you it is in Jesus name we pray amen amen and amen let's give God a round of applause y'all can we do that Alright, let the church say amen. amen. It's preaching time. Yes, yes, so I invite you to turn in your Bibles again with me to Galatians 5 verses 22 and 23. And to our young people and others as well, feel free to use your electronic devices to read uh, God's holy word. Father, again, we want to thank you, praise you for this opportunity. Yes, yes. Because, God, we realize that coming to your house for worship is a privilege. It's something you did not have to allow us to do, but you did. And we pray for those who are joining this worship experience through Facebook and YouTube and by phone. And God, now we pray that you would bless the proclamation of your word. Elevate it to the level of satisfaction. And that it be pleasing to you and be a blessing to your people. In Jesus' precious name. The church said, Amen. 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 Galatians 5 22. 23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. The fruit of the Spirit, peace. Yes. What every Christian needs to know. Mm. Peace. Whatever Christian needs to know. As a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit lives within you. Right. When you read Paul's theology, you will, you will read that. In fact, Paul says in Romans 8 and 9, if the Spirit of Christ is not living, in you you don't belong to God once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior the Holy Spirit takes up residence in your life you belong to God do you not know Paul says that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit there's no believer in Jesus Christ in here who is not indwelled by his Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Paul says that when you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit indwells you, that God produces in you fruit of the Spirit. And that's one of the things that categorizes a Christian, in, uh, a believer in Jesus Christ, from a non-Christian, is that you have the fruit of God's Spirit living in you. Now notice Paul did not say fruits, plural, of the Spirit, but fruit of the Spirit, singular. That means that there is one fruit, one Holy Spirit, but there are nine manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And as a believer in Jesus Christ, your life will reflect all nine of those manifestations. Right, right. The manifestations of the Holy <laughs> Spirit are the character of God, the nature of God. That's the reason why people, when people look at you, they see who God is like, what God is like. That's how the world knows when you're right. at work, the world knows who God is like because they see his character reflected in you. Right. At school, to our, with our young people, when you're in school, the world knows, students know, faculty and staff know that you are a believer in Jesus Christ because they see the fruit in your life, the manifestation of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Now, in the past couple of sermons in this series, we talked about the first uh, manifestation, which is love. And, and, and rightfully so, because love undergirds all that we do. So Paul said, in the first place, the fruit of the Spirit is love. We talked about love being agape love. Y'all are learning a little Greek here. Work with me. Agape love. Agape love is the highest form of love. Agape love is sacrificial love. Agape love happens when you will the best for somebody else. That's what Jesus did on Calvary. That was agape love. He loved you so much that he sacrificed his life to save you and bring you into a right relationship relationship with God. Y'all ready for your second Greek word? Joy. That's what? Chara. Talk to me now. Chara. Chara joy uh, is not dependent upon external motivating factors, but chara joy is on the inside. It's produced in you by the Holy Spirit. Uh, chara joy is that exhilaration. It is that supernatural happiness that God gives you. So today, we're going to talk about peace. That's third. Love, joy, peace. Now, there are three things that I want you to know about peace today. Three things I want you to know about peace today. Three things that we all need to know about peace. First, we need to know that peace does not always mean the absence of conflict. We need to understand that peace does not always mean the absence of conflict, of, of chaos, of confusion, of trouble, of trials, of uh, tribulations, all of which are a part of a fallen world. Let me see if I can help you. David was a mighty warrior. His whole kingship, even before he became king, right was characterized by 
trials and tribulations. Y'all remember? He had to deal with Goliath. He had to deal uh, with the Philistine. He had to deal with King Saul who tried to kill him. He had to deal with Absalom. He had to deal with his son. A situation with his son who raped his half-sister. He had to deal with Shimei who cursed him and kicked up dust and threw rocks at him. He had to deal with his men who turned against him where they were over there in Ziglag and their wives and their daughters had been taken into captivity and the city had been been burned, but yet David had peace. So much peace until he said, yea, do I walk come on, come on, come on that's right, through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil because thou that's that's peace that's peace well, Paul wrote more books in the New Testament than anybody else He was a prolific writer. He was a scholar. He was a student. He was a practical theologian. But yet Paul had been beaten. Paul had been shipwrecked. Paul had been run out of town. Paul had been ridiculed. Paul had been persecuted. But yet Paul had peace. In fact, he said in Philippians 4, 7, the peace that surpasses all understanding. That's right, right, Will right. God your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus? I'm trying to tell you that the peace of God is not predicated upon the absence of conflict. Right. You That's might right. not have no conflict, but if you do, you can still have peace. Amen. Amen. Even Jesus, who is referred to as the Prince of Peace, <laughs> up there on the cross, bruised for our sins. Iniquities, and yet he had so much peace until he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. That's peace, y'all. That peace said, God, God, you got me. My life is in your hands. That's peace. So peace is, is not the absence of conflict. We live in a sin-sick, sin-cursed, sin-infiltrated world. Don't you agree? You just listen to the news. Just listen to the news. We live in a sin-cursed, sin-infiltrated, sin-impacted world. This life, mind you, is not a cakewalk. And if any religion or if any preachers or if any theologians tell you that it is, they're lying to you. It's not a cakewalk. All right, that's Job. Job was a righteous man. A wealthy man. When he sat at the gate of the city, the other men came in reverent respect for Job. But One day, Job lost all his riches. Then he lost his children. They all died one day. Seven sons, three daughters. And then Job lost his health. Yet he said, naked I came into this world. And naked I will depart. The Lord giveth. The Lord taketh away. Here comes the peace. Blessed. It's the name 
of the Lord. Life is no cakewalk. Life is not about sugar and spice and everything nice. Just ask the survivors. And their surviving family members of the Holocaust. Six million Jews exterminated. Under the directive order of a hateful racist named Hitler. Life, life, life. It's not about always sugar and spice and everything nice. It's not about everything coming up roses. Life is not about everything coming up roses. Just ask African Americans. Ancestors brought here on slave ships. Facing the, the brutal reality of slavery. Jim Crow, Mm -hmm. segregation, and yet there was peace. Come on. Yeah. Yes, yes. Life is not about all hormone the range where the buffalo roam (laughs) and the deer and the antelope play. That that'd be nice. And, 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 and seldom is heard a discouraging word. And the skies are not cloudy all day. Well, it sounds good. But you just ask women who have been abused, misused. Even in the church, denied opportunities to operate in their God-ordained talents and gifts by religious people in the workforce. I mean, years ago and even in some places now, working, doing the same work for less pay. Treat it. A second-class citizen. Yet through it all, God in his infinite wisdom has given his people fruit of the Spirit. Peace. Watch this, y'all. Peace that soothes, sustains, stabilizes, and keeps us sane. In this crazy, mixed up, topsy turvy, confused world. Peace. Peace to soothe, sustain, and strengthen us through the dreariest of days and the darkest of night. Think about that. God's peace sustaining us, strengthening us through the dreariest of days and the darkest of nights. Rainfall. God's peace. Mm -hmm. Midnight darkness of night. 
You're lying in your bed. Come on. Tears streaming down your face. And yet you feel God's peace. That's right. Peace. Now, I want you to imagine something. I want you just to use your imagination just for a few moments. Imagine what it would be like trying to navigate through this world without the peace of God resting, ruling, and abiding in your life. Just imagine that. Imagine, imagine if God's peace was not abiding in the corridor of your mind. Where critical, complex, and crucial decisions are formulated in your cognitive domain. In your your mind. Imagine if God's peace was not habitating in your mind with all the stuff you got to deal with, think about, process. Well, imagine if there was no peace of God operating in the secret enclosed places of your heart. Just just think about that. Where, where the pain of your past makes an attempt to sabotage your presence, your present, and ruin your future. Think about if no peace was there as you reflect about where you've been. What you've done. Yeah. Just think about if, if there was no peace in the mix of your heart. Think about. Just think about it. When you think about it and you contemplate, you will understand that the peace of God is more valuable than rubies. Yes, uh-huh. yes. And more precious. That's right. Than gold. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Somebody knows what it is to have the peace of God. Well, let's let's go a little bit deeper. The the Greek word, here's your Greek lesson for the day. You got two Greek words. Here's your third Greek word. Arena. Arena is defined as a tranquil state of mind. The Greek word that Paul uses for peace in the text is arena. In fact, I just found out that yesterday that arena is the Greek origin of the name Irene, which means peace and harmony. So if your name is Irene, your name means peace. (laughs) Irene, that's your third Greek word. Y'all be Greek scholars. <laughs> like Pastor Harris, he's a Greek scholar. Well, arena is defined as tranquil, tranquility of mind. 
That's what peace is. It's, it's a tranquility of your mind. It is blessed assurance. It also means assurance. Blessed assurance deep within. It is having intimacy with God that settles the mind, strengthens the will, and encourages your heart. That's peace. That's, right. That's, right. That's what that word means. It means right. having intimacy yeah. with God. That, that settles your mind, that, that strengthens your will and encourages your heart. This is internal peace. It's not the peace of the world. Right. The world's peace is temporary. Right. It's fickle. It's futile. Right. After happy hour is over, <laughs> there's still the pain and no peace. The affair has taken place. The lights come back on. Reality sets in. Those involved are worse off before they even went into it. All right, all right. The world's peace is temporary. Illegal drugs, drowning in. Alcohol, temporary, but not a little piece. It's permanent. It's real. Peace of God meets us at the point of our needs. You know what I'm saying is that tranquility, that tranquility, uh, that blessed assurance deep down in your heart, that intimacy with God that settles your mind, strengthens your will, and encourages your heart meets you at your point of need. When you need it, peace is there. Arena peace surpasses all understanding. So, oh, thank God for arena peace. For I can tell you from personal experience, I, I can tell you that if it were not for a real peace, yes, yes. I would have given up a long time of gold. Right, right, right. If it had not for a real peace, I would have thrown in the towel a long time ago. I would have called it quits. And so would you. You here today. Because God's peace fire. Is burning inside of your life. Well. Second. We need to know that peace is our platform to tell others about Jesus. Are you listening to me? Peace. Is our platform to tell others about Jesus. Since Pick and I went on vacation uh, some time ago, and 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 we met a young man who was a professional football player. He played for the New York Jets. After he told me who he was, I went back and Googled him. I saw his picture. <laughs> 
yeah, he, he was a running back. Has impressive numbers. But he was a Christian. And you know what he told me? He said, he said, I, I used my football as a platform to tell people about Jesus. The late Ken Riley, who is now with the Lord, used his platform. As an NFL football star, 15 years in the league, to tell people about Jesus. And even now, as a Hall of Famer, his life is still witnessing to the power, the presence, and the peace of God. And every time I see and experience Sister Riley, whether it's at worship or any place else, the peace of God, just like her husband, is abiding with her. You see, peace is our platform to tell other people about Jesus. When you know what you have been through, and in some cases what you're going through right now. Yes, and yet God is keeping you in perfect peace. Thank you, Jesus. Because your mind is stayed on him. That's a platform. For you to win. Well, how so, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. How's it a platform? It's a platform because people want to know. Right? People want to know how you do it. They want to know how you stay straight through the storm. They don't don't understand. They want to know how you stand sturdy through the struggle. How you stay straight through the storm. They want to know it's your platform. You You see the world, they can't understand that. And they can't figure it out. They can't figure you out. They, they, they don't know. They, they don't know, but you know. And because you know, when they ask you, that opens the door. That's your platform. When they ask you, it opens the door for you to tell them that Jesus did it. Here's what you can tell them. You can say, Jesus is my peace. You want to know why I have not lost it? You want to know why I'm not institutionalized? You want to know why I still stand and sing God's praises? You want to know why I still proclaim his word? I'm able to do it because he keeps me at perfect peace. That's your platform. You can tell them, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is my peace. Jesus is my portion. Jesus is my serenity. Jesus is my sanity. Because of his peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding is keeping me. And you asked. I told you. Peace. On November 22nd, 1873, Chicago attorney 
Horatio Spafford. Four daughters died when they were on a ship and the ship collided with another vessel. Horatio's wife, Miss Spatford, wired him with the message. Wired him with the message of what had happened. He immediately, as any loving husband, God, loving father would do, boarded a ship and went to console his grieving wife. Both of them heartbroken. Both of them wondering in their minds how could such tragic untimely thing happen. So En route to his destination, the captain called Horatio aside. He said, Mr. Spafford, I believe that this is the place where the ship went down. Horatio went back to his room, unable to sleep, unable to sleep. And so while unable to sleep, he wrote the words, it is well. Only God's peace can bring about such a response. It is well. Well, from those words, Horatio Spatford later wrote a hymn uh, that has been a confident strength to Christians for generations. He wrote the hymn, It is Well with My Soul. Verse 1, when peace like a river attendeth my way you know it and sorrows come on I can't explain sorrows I don't deserve sorrow I never imagined peace like a river attendeth my way sorrows like sea billows roll whatever my lot what Horatio wrote. Yes, sir. Whatever my lot, my lot. thou has taught me to say, yes. it is well. God is in control. It is well. God has the final say. It is well. It is well with my soul. That kind of serenity oh, yes. 
that, that kind of serenity, that kind of comfort of mind, that kind of restfulness of soul, that kind of tranquility of heart deep down within yeah. is undisturbed. Yeah. It's, it's uninterrupted. It's, it's comfort. Words can't even. Words can't even explain it. So just simply say it's arena peace. Arena peace surpasses all understanding and guards our minds and our hearts in Christ Jesus. Well, third and finally, we need to know that peace will never let us down. It'll never let you down. Peace of God will never let you go. It'll never leave you alone. Here's reality. People will let you go. People will let you go. I was talking to the same football player he was telling me about his stats and how well he had done. Sister Pickett was right by my side. We were talking. And he told me, he said, you know, when I'm on that field, in my mind, I'm thinking, there's somebody on that sideline that wants my job. And so the day came when somebody else got his job. But not his peace. Are y'all listening to me today? Yeah. Hopes and dreams. Yeah. Are wonderful when they are lived out. The way you anticipate it. But if hopes and dreams are shattered. That's not your peace. Life can be. Topsy-turvy, it can twist and turn, it can ebb and flow. Today you could be in a job of your dreams. Tomorrow you can be called in and people can say, we no longer want you or we have decided to go in a different direction or your position has been done away with. Don't get it twisted. That's why I encourage people. Don't put your hope in no job. Don't put your hope in no people. Keep your hope and your trust in God and God alone because he will never leave you nor forsake you. Neither will his peace. Peace, peace. Peace of God will never let you go, never let you down. People will let you go. People will leave you alone. People will let you down. Positions will let you down. Power and prominence and prestige of this world will let you down. But God's peace will stay with you no matter what. And that's what Jesus said. That's what the Prince of Peace said. He said, I will never Leave you nor forsake you. Thank you, 
When Jesus hung on the cross of Calvary, he died for our sin, suffered, bled, and died to pay our sin debt. He rose victoriously from the grave. When he did that, he sealed the peace deal. And when the peace deal was sealed, watch what happened. Mary's midnight turned to day. The disciples' gloom turned to gladness. And peace became a permanent fixture for all who place their trust in him. Alina, peace. Peace of God that surpasses all understanding is yours. Father, we thank you so much for your word to us concerning your peace. Father, we realize that we live in a crazy, mixed up world. But we thank you for your peace. Every day, walking us through, wrapping us in your care, encouraging our hearts and strengthening our minds. Father, we thank you so much. May we all experience your peace today and throughout our lives in Jesus name amen would you stand with me please if there's someone in the sanctuary you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you don't have the peace of God resting and ruling and abiding in you we invite you to come and and you simply say father I confess my sins and I'm receiving you as Lord and Savior you're here in the sanctuary today and you want to become a part of the Missionary Baptist Church family, we invite you to come. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. I'm at peace. We invite you to come. come on. If you're listening to us, if you're listening to us by electronic means or the phone, we encourage you to come to Christ and connect with a Bible-believing church I never thought so you can grow in your faith. Be shaken, Amen. But you came and laid your hands on me and now I can see the storm has moved Even when my heart is breaking, I'm at peace. I thought I never would be shaken, but you came and laid your hands on me, and now I can see. Away. Yes, oh God, oh God, oh God. I'm at peace. Listen, even when my heart is breaking.
Bessie Cunningham Webster and she's been visiting for a while and she's been praying about joining the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church family and so I want you to know that your nephew Pastor Dr. Kenneth Stevens leaned over me today he, Pastor Stevens is so kind I mean he just he gonna take care of his pastor. He and Pastor Harris, Pastor Williams, the best they can. He said, my aunt is here. She's coming today. So we await your, awaited your arrival with great anticipation. We're so delighted that you have come to join us here. The thing I like about it, Sister uh, Webster, is that you prayed through it wasn't just kind of flippant and emotional decision. You prayed through it. You talked to God about it. And you've been around us long enough to know that we're God-loving, God-honoring church, but we ain't perfect. You know that. <laughs> and uh, your pastor and your pastoral staff, we're not perfect either. But just ask some members of the congregation sometime. They'll tell you. Pastor Doug, what he do? But he ain't, he ain't perfect. That's all. So we don't operate here good hope under the, those kinds of the grand, uh, grandeurs, of uh, delusions of grandeur. But we are real people serving a real God. And we welcome you. Now we want you to get involved in your reading through the one-year Bible class. Your nephew teaches a class. He is a Stevens. And be a part of that small group. Because we want you to grow. 
We are word-based church here. And so the word of God is primary for us. We want our members to know the word of God. That's what we are, that's what we are about. And so we want to welcome you. Would y'all join me in prayer? Lord, we thank you so much for Sister Bessie Cunningham Webster who has come. God, we are praying that her good hope experience would be one filled with love and joy and peace. That she will experience kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness, self-control and patience in this place. And Father, we pray that years from now, she'd be able to say, I am sure glad, I am so thankful that God, that God led me to be a part of the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church family. And stand, Sister Webster, and face the congregation. You all stand and give God a great big hand, clap of praise. Face the Thank you to Deacon Small and Colby and Jalen for what you do with the sound, making sure that our service is broadcast locally and around the world. Thank you, Sister Small, uh, to our choir. Not only do you look beautiful today, y'all, but y'all sing beautiful. Amen. And, and Sister Flowers, you're experiencing God's peace, too, after all you have been through. I don't know how many times I've been to the cemetery with you and your family. And now, Brother Deacon Flowers is in the hospital. And look where you are. Singing praises to the God of your peace. Amen. God is able, y'all. That's, that's what I'm saying. He is an able, on-time God. All right. All hearts are clear. Pastor's untalked enough. Now, anything, anything I'm missing? All right. We, we have a closing selection. Sister Small and I. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. in the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. Rest, rule, and abide within each of us now, henceforth, and forevermore. And the church sang together.